This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Winning, Winning tries. Obviously, things can change, and they can make a move in the offseason still before the start of training camp, Cordell. But as of right now, those two young guys are projected to be um, the outside linebackers and the pass rushers for the Ravens. When you look at this roster and you see how it's constructed, because they do have other rushers and Tyus Bowser and such, do you feel like that they could use another body? And if so, are there, what are your options? If you say, okay, yes, they could. And these are the guys that I think that they should potentially go after. Yeah. I mean, look, you talk about the, the two young pass rushers, Owe and Ajabo. I, I think out of those two, Ajabo is probably the guy that's most that, that I'm believing the most. Yeah, right same. Now. I mean, we we've gotten to look at uh, you know, Owe for a couple of years now, and it's it's still more room to grow for sure. Yes. The addition of Chuck Smith could turn out to be you know a godsend for the Ravens. I've said it before. I think that Chuck Smith could be the best pickup they've had. Uh, in this offseason, if he can get something out of Owe and Ajabo. That said, um, I do believe that they'll still go out there and get another veteran pass rusher. There's not many out there. You know, obviously they've got the ties to Justin Houston, uh, see if they want to go year three with him. Um, maybe a, a Jadavion Clowney, but that doesn't do much for me. Um, honestly, if you're talking about guys that are out there, it's, it's not much left. It's honestly not much left. Frank Clark was the last guy yeah. to get picked up, um, and I'm not I'm not really seeing a, a lot more a lot more you know guys that are making me jump over the moon when I'm looking at some of these veteran pass rushers that are still left out on the market. So well, uh, I, I introduced this to you. Uh-huh. What about a trade? Because we know that Daniel Hunter is not yeah. happy um, and wants a new contract, mm-hmm. and. Um, we know that there's a running back that wants a new contract for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you feel like that that's a potential scenario in which you swap players? So I, I, I would, if they didn't just let Dalvin cook go, I think they really believe in Alexander Madison. That's, that's the vibe I get. I, okay. I, feel, I feel like they really believe in him now in a perfect situation. If it, if it wasn't necessarily the Vikings, and we're talking about another team that's in need of a running back. Definitely. That would probably be an easy swap, but here you're probably having to go potentially the Patrick, Patrick queen route. And I don't know if I would like to trade queen. I probably would want to keep queen on the roster this year. I think the yeah. is better with him. Yeah. Than without him. And their need for pass rusher. Isn't that big. For you know, um, I, if they could for, get to trade, the, you mean to, it's to, in terms of trading? Well, for what they would have to give up for a guy like Daniel Hunter, I don't know if their need for a pass rusher is that big. 
Okay. I think they they need depth at the as a in, you know in the pass rush department, but I don't know if they if you if you're going out to Daniel Hunter, you need him to be your guy. You know, you need him to be your starter, um, and that's going to cost you you know to to go that route. So that that's the only thing. Um, but if they could get Daniel Hunter, you know, it'd be great. It it now turns into okay, what happens with Owe at that point um, because he's probably going to be the guy that I think takes a little more of a backseat for Daniel Hunter. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, okay. What there's a guy that we are familiar with in mm-hmm. this town that has been a Raven before that appears to be available, and that is Yannick. Mm-hmm. Now he's we know he wasn't. We know he wasn't really thrilled about his right. time with the Ravens. However, I think it's fair to acknowledge that that defensive coordinator is not here anymore. Right. There's a new defensive coordinator. Do you think that that, could, that reunion could potentially be something to look into? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've thought about it. And okay. I think it honestly will boil down to the relationship at that point. Like you said, Wink is gone. Yeah. Um, it's a new defensive coordinator. They do things differently. They're not mm-hmm. just, you know, having guys do two and three different things. It seems like guys, at least the the guys on the front line, they have a distinct role uh, to go after the quarterback as opposed to before. You might have to drop out in coverage. You might have to, you know, do more contain as opposed to actually rushing. So this could be a situation where Ngakwe, who we know can get to the quarterback, just couldn't get to the quarterback in Baltimore when he, when he was here. Um, so I am, you know, that's a little intriguing. I think it would just boil down to how much, how does he feel about the Ravens, you know, and mm. what do, what does DaCosta, how, where does DaCosta stand with uh, Yannick Ngakwe and his representation, but that would be an intriguing one. And he is, he's still kind of maybe like that borderline potential starter, yeah, yeah. Um, but I could see, I, I, I could kind of understand more of a him being a part of a rotation than I can Daniel Hunter. But I, I do think Ngakwe is a guy that definitely has the resume to to be a starter. He's not great in the run, um, so that could help them in terms of being able to put him in a rotation, keep Adafi Owe out there uh, to kind of seal the edge. But yeah, Ngakwe is intriguing. I mean, I definitely think that that's something if both parties are willing to look into, I think that that's uh, some tires that you might want to kick. I love Justin Houston. I think he's a phenomenal man. Um, I think he's a good player. My concern is, is that how much gas is left in his tank because he's not he's not a spring chicken, you know, in NFL years, he's geriatric, basically. And so you do wonder if he does come back how much of a presence would he really, you know, be allowed? Now, he he definitely had a great start. I mean, he was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, as the season goes on, it's, it's wear and tear. And so that is a concern. So do you definitely – do you try to go youth there in terms of 
you know, when you bring someone in or do you go with what you know? And I'm, and I say what you know, because it's not that we don't know what Yannick can do, but right. to me, what we saw from him here as was a sample size and also in a different system. With Houston, we, we he was here a couple of years. He's been in both systems. We know what he can do in the current system in which the Ravens run. So it's something that, you know, I feel like that those those are the things that the Ravens are going to look into. But definitely, um, I do think from, from an insurance perspective for a way, you do need to find some depth there that can help him out when he's struggling, if he's struggling. I, I obviously don't want him to. Um, I hope he doesn't. But if there's a case where he's struggling, he's not being consistent, someone could come in and step in for him. Yeah, I I really think we'll be able to tell how much they really trust Adafi Owe by the type of player that they do bring in. If they do go after a Daniel Hunter, I think that tells you, you know, that they're because I I think they're 100 percent in on Ajabo. Oh, absolutely. I do too. a stud. They don't want to really say how good they think he can be, but I think they think this dude could be defensive player of the year type of type of talent. I I I, th- I get that vibe from them. Um, but oh wait, you just don't know. So yeah. like I said, if they go Daniel Hunter route, that kind of tells you. But if they go Houston, that kind of lets you know. Okay, they're buying into the oh wait hype. Uh, but they still would like to have a guy like Houston who already has always ear, a guy that, you know, he won't feel but so threatened by. You know, Houston's already been a part of the system. He's already been a part of the rotation. It doesn't change anything that Adafi always was already going to do. Um, I And you, like, your concern with Houston is the same for me. You know, I'd rather get out too early than get out too late. Um, and Houston did have a good season last year by all accounts had the nine and a half sacks last year, but as the year went on, you know, his production went down and you could make the argument that if he had less, uh, a, a less snap count, because remember that first half of the year, his snap count was through the roof. Yeah. Um, and if that goes down this year that, you, you know, you, the idea would be that his production would go up because he'd be fresher. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll see. I, I do think they're going to bring somebody in and Houston is probably the leading candidate, but I get the vibe that they trust both Owe and Ajabo um, to uh, at least enough to see what they can do to start the year. I would be surprised if we saw the Ravens kind of swing for the fences and go and get a guy like Daniel Hunter. I, I'd be a little shocked by that. Yeah, I think that you're right in terms of that they do go get him. They they that's a message that they don't trust away fully at the moment, um, and that they need to look into someone that they feel like can play more snaps because um, Houston's probably not going to get a lot of snaps. And yes, Yannick is potentially like you said, he's like a quasi starter at this point. Um, but a guy like Daniel Hunter is a starter, right? Mm-hmm. So he's the, having him come here definitely to me would sound like that there's some trouble um, that the Ravens feel a brewing and that they're trying to get ahead of it. So that is definitely something that we'll be interested um, in seeing if the Ravens address this prior to training camp, during training camp. It's definitely something that I think that they are still looking into for sure, Um but who that person will be, I think, is the, the more interesting thing in terms of that, as opposed to if they'll do it. I think it's more so of who they bring in as right. opposed to if they'll bring someone in. So we'll find that out uh, sooner than later, I would think, um, because I think that they would like to bring someone in 
and have them get acclimated with the system if it's not a guy like Justin Houston who already knows the system. So we'll see where that goes. Um, we want to thank everyone for tuning in to the podcast. You got anything going on for the rest of the week, Cordell? Uh, well, I'll be back on air Thursday night. We got the uh, NBA draft Thursday yes. night, so I'll be talking a lot about that. Of course, we'll still be talking Ravens, O's who are still scorching hot right now. So, you know, I- I'll be doing that on Thursday to pretty much end the week. All right, quick question. And this is a question maybe you could ask on the show. Uh, apparently, the NFL cannot lock down a team for hard knocks. Mm-hmm. You making a case for the Ravens or no? Well, I don't know. I mean, the the Ravens wouldn't be a bad one. They've got the names. They they've got the names right now. Now the NFL does have a group of teams that they can force to do it. Um, and I think that that'll probably end up being the route that they go. I think it's about four different teams. I know the Lions and the Commanders are part of that group. I struggle remembering who the other teams are. I'm but interested in the Lions if that's the Lions are an interesting team. For sure. I would definitely be interested in seeing the Lions. The Saints are per- apparently in the mix. Um, that would be interesting because they do have Derek Carr now at their as their quarterback. So that's an interesting dynamic because he's ha- he has to transition from Vegas to New Orleans. So huh. I feel bad for him. Your, your commanders on there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't need that. I already have to see them up close when they do the joint practice. I, I don't. I don't need them on hard knocks. 